What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Love Quest podcast, where Pastor Terrence Richmond is taking us through our series by faith, the faith to change a nation. You know what it is. Tune in, enjoy. Thank you for listening. You can be seated. You can be seated. Bear with me. I'm just, I just got a visual as people were sitting here. Um, the word this morning, I mean, people know we serve a generational God. The, the blessing is on the lineage. It's, it, and, and so what I want you to understand is you're, you're not up, you're up against the same demons your great grandmama dealt with. You, you had you had families of demonic entities assigned to your family. The warfare you're experiencing is not new to your bloodline. You got to hear me. When you understand you dealing with some old stuff, some of you dealing with stuff you was born, you know how you could be born into wealth? You could also be born into bondage. You could also be raised by bondage. Some of you that despise how your parents was, you are turning out to be just like that in some ways. Right, you're, you're, you're upset about how mom and dad didn't make it and how they treated each other, but you're finding yourself to function in the same realities, the same depression, the same anxiety, the same laziness, whatever. And when he was standing up here, I do believe that in 2022, God is not ridding individuals' bondage. There's some blood work happening. There's some blood transfusion at work. God is not interested in one person's freedom. So you've been standing up here at the altar fighting demons for yourself. Instead of coming up here bringing your mama up here too. And I ain't talking about your mama have to come to church. I'm talking about you bring the whole bloodline to the altar and you represent them. This morning, the Lord was like, people are wondering why they still are stuck in these cycles. And he said, tell them there's things that you thought you were over that you aren't. You just put them away. You buried them. And there's people that's out there that didn't come up here. It may not be depression, but you have some serious baggage because you've been coping for 20 years, 15 years. You've been molested. You've been hurt. You've been raped. You've been brokenhearted. You've lost your job. And there's people that's mistreated you, male, female, it doesn't matter. And all you've done was you've put stuff away. And then you got a therapist and let me help you. Let me help you. As much as therapy is helping some of you, some therapy is not biblical. Because as I told this morning, the therapist wants you to lay back and recall trauma. And you pay for it. God says, lay it down. 
God says, old things passed away, focus on the new. It doesn't mean ignore the facts, but it does mean magnify the truth. And so while you're paying for a therapist to help you recall trauma, and you feel nothing but relief, but not free. Jesus didn't die for relief. <laughs> I'm going to help somebody here tonight. That's why your mama passed on the baggage, because she had a relief plan. And some of you, your relief plan is medicinal medication. You got your card, and because it's legal, you're like, it's good. God made it. No. God didn't make money. He made trees. God made plants. Yeah, true. But he didn't manipulate them. God made trees, not chairs. Man gets what God made and then take it from its original intent and we, we do what we want to do with it and we play God. We turn marriage into what we want to turn it in. We turn, we turn our sexual identification into what we want to. We, we, we the ones playing around and, 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 and science and everything and experimenting with everything because we have image and likeness in us. We got a little creator in us. He says some therapeutic processes aren't biblical. And I'm in Vancouver, uh, greater Vancouver. I could say this. We know what processed food do to us. And there's some processes that aren't helping you. It's junk food. You got to get over just being satisfied somebody listened to you. You need more than a great listener. You need a savior. <laughs> you need a deliverer, not a listener. Because there's some garbage Jesus ain't listening to. That's the kind of savior you need. That when you go to him and say, God, they rejected me. He going to say, and? I accepted you. That's when you're going to go to a God and say, God, the doctor told me that they saw some little spots on my lungs. And he's going to say, and I healed you. Right? He, the, the Lord ain't going to say, okay, lay down, son. Tell me where it's at. Tell me where your pain at. Tell me how it happened. Tell me about all that chicken you ate white and that's in your colon. Tell me about all that fried food you ate. Tell it, you know, and I talked about it this morning. You're so busy trying to be vegan and keto and polio and all this stuff, and you ain't got no peace. You ain't got no peace, but you keto. You plant-based. You, you proud. The stuff you proud of. But let me tell you, heaven ain't proud of you when you ain't taking the peace he died for. Awesome, eat your kale. Awesome, run your laps. Awesome, do your K, 5K run. Awesome, boast in all the things you're doing, but you don't got peace, so you don't love yourself that much. You got discipline to diet, but not discipline to be free. And then you post and you like looking at it here. I'm, I'm meatless, but you peaceless too. 
And there's some stuff that's expired to deal with. It's so old. It's time to let it go. You are where you are because you're hosting unforgiveness. You're hosting bitterness. You're hosting, uh, you're magnifying the mountain, magnifying the giant, magnifying the pain, magnifying the prime minister, magnifying, you're just magnifying all these things that have no life in them. And then you hang around people and follow people that agree with yourself. No. And why did I put this down here? I just got a picture. It may mean something to you or not. But when things are covered up like this, oh, this little pretty white, put the light on it, it's pretty. But underneath it is Python. Underneath it is Leviathan. And it's a spirit that's been in your bloodline, coiled around your, gener- around your family and been choking the life out of you. Just breathe. You're wondering why you have anxiety. There's this principality that sees evangelist, that sees pastor, that sees king, that sees priest on your life. He started way before you was born. You was born into bondage. You was born into cultural and ethnic bondage. Your people, your, your people deal with this. There's molestation. There's rape in your people kind, your, your kind. I'm talking about your, your, your ethnic, the pe- where your country you're from, the continent you're from. This is a part of the people you're from. This goes way beyond even just your biological family. There is stuff in your nation. You look around at other Filipino people. You look at other Africans. You look, there is something that's a stronghold on your nation. There's oppression over the women in your nation. There is that in the men. It's in your blood. That's why we need nurses and doctors. Soon as babies come out the womb, when you take it away to the mama, you just in the name of Jesus, I break every... And I just feel tonight when we were up here, you just begin to pull it. This is what God is doing. Slowly, slowly. This is what, hold on, stop it. You, you, know, you, you, know, you know the bougie people with the metal straws. You know it come with a little cleaner, right? They come with a little cleaner. Right? When you get an oil change, they flush it. What if I told you, you've been healed. The Lord's been flushing you. You ready? You can't get a new filter till you flushed. New wine can't go in the old wine skin. <laughs> There's a process. You've been fighting God's reward. You know what I saw the other day? The Bible says that the woman with the issue of blood, she tried everything. I want to tell some people that's tried everything and made God the last resort. 
He ain't mad at you. He just been waiting on you. You tried new age. You tried everything. You notice that there was still power available for the woman that tried everything. And here's the crazy part. He wasn't jealous. He didn't, he didn't be like, no, go try them. He didn't just heal her. The Bible said he made her whole. So that's the other thing. You got to stop believing for healing. You, you got to, do you want to be healed or whole? Because while you've been sick and depressed, you didn't lost out on some money. You didn't lost out on some relationships. You didn't lost out on, you, you didn't gain weight. You didn't, did. God says, when I make you whole, I'm restoring everything back to how it was. Listen, and I'm making it new. Hey, hey, Naaman, Naaman didn't dip seven times just to get healed. Naaman, a grown man, got baby skin. I didn't endure too much just to be healed. My Savior died for wholeness. My mind is whole. My body is whole. My conversation is whole. Yes, Jesus. And it's just slowly happening. He's just, he's just, you, pause. You just keep coming to church and you don't see nothing because it's happening underground. You just like, God, why I still feel like this? He said, don't worry about it. I'm doing blood work. I'm doing blood work. I'm doing blood work. I'm cleaning out the pipes. I'm doing blood work. 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 <laughs> See, <laughs> he's, he's doing blood work. He's flushing it out because he, you, your, your, this body has an expiration date. And DNA literally transfers information through your blood. So right now you can go get blood work and it can trace back colds you had and diseases that you had. Your blood has traceable evidence. DNA, one hair can trace you. You can, you can murder someone here and go all the way to the end of the earth. But if there's something you put your lips on, we can trace you by name. Oh, we're going to teach you on the blood again. When you understand the blood of Jesus and what it's done for you, the enemy can trace resurrection. He can trace when the anointing is on somebody. He can trace an overcomer. He can trace somebody that has overcome. So when you understand that, he could also trace the seeds of destruction he's placed in your bloodline. 
You talk like your mama did. You fear like your, you, you want fear is in your family. Worry and anxiety is in your family. Insecurity is in your family. You was raised by these spirits. <laughs> the fears your mama had, she protected you from fear, out of fear. Somebody heard her, so she's like, you ain't nobody going to ever touch you. So then you don't even know how to be social because your mama isolated you. That, 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 that parent may have should have protected you when that teacher said or that principal said you got ADHD and then you got put on those meds. And then, and then that, that happened and the teacher just didn't understand there was just, a, there was an anointing. Hey, hey, John was leaping. John had ADHD in the womb. He was leaping in the womb. You special, you, you special, you, I, I get you hyper, but you don't need meds for your hyper. You might need love. You might need a teacher that understands you. You might need a praying principal. So you got on the meds and they, it, 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 it tapered off that once excited kid you used to be. Or you went to that church where you was just like, whoa, and everybody else was like, what's wrong with you? And so you just quenched your joy. You just, you just turned down for other people. Maybe you was in an abusive relationship. You was in a parent that was abusive and, and, and they, they, they was troubled and they couldn't handle your hyper so they beat you. Maybe you was abused. I don't know what it is, but there is something that quieted your original makeup. I'm here to tell you, man, God is here to restore exactly how he made you. Get your joy back. <laughs> Laugh again. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's good to be alive. Be excited about waking up. See? Say, he's doing a new thing in my life. And God is concerned about the generation coming after you. You'll understand one day why he took so much time on you. You'll understand why you was a sacrifice for generations. Because there's some things he's finishing in you. <laughs> so that the enemy can't start it on them. Oh, oh, my kids not going to know alcoholism in this house. Right? If they do that, that's a brand new choice they got to deal with. They're they not going to deal with divorce. If they do, they're going to get divorced because they want to. They ain't going to be like my mama and daddy and they was married this time. No, one mama, one daddy, same brother, same sister. No, 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 no. 
there are some things that that you got to understand your prosperity is going to be found in your willingness to be the sacrifice for generations some of you your legacy God is saying are you willing to believe that the blessing you're proclaiming you're going to get a part of it but the vastness of it you don't have enough time in this earth to see but I need you to do this for them I need you I need you to not smoke and drink no more for them You've had enough fun. I've graced you to party. I've graced you to lust around and do your thing. But I need you to pull your pants up for them so your daughter don't pick up that promiscuity. I need you to close your legs for your nieces and your nephews. <laughs> yes. Y'all go sit down for just a second. Y'all, y'all try to sit down for a second. I'm just, I'm just going out the phone. Can you put up John 17? What is the scripture for them? For them. For them. For them. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to wash these. For them. Say it's finished. For for them. I just want to put this up for them. Jesus, Jesus did it for them. And then I'm going to give you a couple slides and we're going to slide up out of here. Uh, for them, I think of it. It's John 17, what? What was that? Can I get my iPad? Oh, there we go. John 17, what is that? Oh, it's only popping. I'm going to tell a few of y'all, like I told a few people this morning, Hell, and, and, and this is for people that really believe it. Like, this is, this is not for the people who feel they got their lives together with just a little bit of Jesus. This is for, this is like, what I'm about to say is for the people who desperately are fighting. I'm, I'm tired of the, the talking Christian, right? I said it this morning. Christianity has an escape plan, okay? The kingdom has an invasion plan. Religion promises you an escape. When you die, reincarnates. When you die, this is going. But the Lord says, forget when you die. I'm not trying to get you escaping from the world's worries. I'm trying to get in the worry with you and shine my light. That's how he tells us to pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We trying to get up out of here. No, I'm a vessel. The Lord died to live in me to get himself to you or to your neighbor or to the world. We're not trying to escape because we're going from glory to glory. To live is to die, and to die is to what gain? It don't end here when I die. The only thing I'm leaving behind is my body. It ain't over. You're going somewhere. It's not over. It's for the kingdom. See, see, religion is just trying to tell you to hold on through the pandemic. Just hold on. It's going to be all right. 
kingdom is like, let's go. People are hungry. People need Jesus. People are, you see, when I see, because let me tell you, I don't care how much they lift. (laughs) You do know we is worse off. Mental illness is through the roof. Pandemic. Are we going to shut it down to deal with people's mental illness? Are we going to shut it down to deal with suicide? You you ready for this one? Are we going to shut it down to deal with divorce? Look at what we shutting stuff down for. It ain't for man's soul. (laughs) When the last time the world stopped because somebody needed a hug. Somebody needed healing in their soul. When the last time there was somebody on a bridge ready to jump in the world, there was an emergency announcement across the world, and, and there was a news break and said, please, we need the whole world to pray right now. Nah, the world's not designed for life. It's designed for death. So for me to depend on this economy, to depend on this world is absolute suicide. I'm here to offer the world the garden because the garden lives in me the heaven heaven lives in me Jesus lives in me this is all biblical check it out the kingdom of heaven lives in me I have the mind of Christ the Savior he says I purchased your body for me the Savior literally the one you know passion to the Christ you know the movie you, you know the movie right how believable it was you know the Savior you say you believe in you know what's crazy that same Savior lives in me No, it's not a different Jesus in you. The same Jesus that walked this earth live with you. Some of y'all into that stuff where you're like, wow, man. You know, your grandma or your auntie passed away and you're like, man, I could just feel her presence all through the house. It just smells like grandma in the house. How it smell like grandma but not Jesus? But it is the same person to say your grandma went with Jesus. But grandma showed up back in the house by herself is she with Jesus or at the house (laughs) we just be saying emotional stuff John said you find it what is it there we go and so for the sake and on their behalf I sanctified myself do we got anybody in here willing to sanctify themselves for them. He said, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified, consecrated, made holy in the truth. Yes. I'm sanctifying myself for my family, my kids, my wife. They may not understand it all the time. Your family may not understand it. Your spouse may not understand why you serve the way you do, why you worship, why you devoted to God and his word so much. But they will understand you sacrificing for them, for their children, for your family. We need a generation that's willing to sanctify themselves for the next. Let me help you. Some of y'all that's praying for your family and you'll miss out on doing God's stuff. Listen, don't get it twisted because you helping somebody. You think you're doing the Lord's work. 
You know, we miss church because we going to help somebody. You know, Pastor, I'm going to witness. No, you ain't going to witness. No, no, no. You've been witnessing. You plant a seed. Don't use witnesses, witnessing to get out of responsibility. Because understand you're a leader and sometimes you need to stay where you, at your post so you, long enough so people can follow you. There's assignments that we have. But some people are trading their call to the house of God, playing savior for their families. The devil is a lie. You don't have the power to change your family. The way you change your family is they see you stop cussing like you used to. You stop drinking like you used to. Sanctify yourself. How you going to witness to your family and you still going to church don't make you changed? You want to save your family? Be the light. Be the salt. Let me hear a couple things. I'm going to try to fly through a few of these things because I got to give you something. Last week we talked about peace. The morning experience is a little further ahead in the faith game, um, but everybody's getting what they're supposed to get. Everybody's getting what they're supposed to get. Oh, my Jesus. He can breathe. By faith. God is not merely doing a re. He's not merely doing a re. He's not just redoing. He's not replanting. He's not just re, re, re. He's not just re. Stop, stop looking for him to re. God is doing a new thing. Let me help somebody. You don't even want him to restore some stuff that's been stolen. Stop begging for what somebody. No, don't ask the Lord another day to restore that. It's dead. It's over. Say it's over. Mm -mm. He's doing a new thing. Hebrews 4 tells us that the promise of entering God's rest is still for us today. He says, so we must be extremely careful to ensure that we all embrace the fullness. There's soul rest. And it goes down and says, for we have heard the good news of deliverance just as they did, yet they didn't join their faith with the word. I'm here to let you know that the peace that God, Jesus says, I leave you peace, not as the world. What's the world's peace? I'm getting paid today. Hey, I'm getting paid today. 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 Hey, where are we going? Hey, what we doing? It's time to turn up. Hey, time to turn up. What y'all playing? Hey, where are we going? You brothers, siblings, y'all off. Talk to each other. Hey, where are we going? Hey, what we doing? Hey, we about to turn up. 
hey, hey, we about to burn up, hey, 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 we about to throw up, hey, 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 we about to drink up, right? And then you working for Friday. Or you find you a new boo. And now you got somebody to give your sexy to. And you can't wait to look in their eyes. Now you feel important. Now you see, be, feel seen. Telling your friends about them. Some of y'all, you'll give it up quick. Yep. Maybe you, amen. Amen. Thought everybody was going to laugh on that one. Nope. Hey, right <laughs> Amen. Nah. Whatever it may be, whatever you're looking for joy in, you go on a vacation, you go, you got money so you can fly everywhere, you bought, bought you a new car, your business is popping, you got a penthouse, you, you, got the, you got designer clothes, you drink the finest wine. You go to the popping clubs, you meditate, you yoga, you flexible, you skinny, you, you got muscles, you got abs, you got nice tan, and it's been raining, amen. So you got that old fake tan. It ain't safe in here. It ain't safe in here. Right? You got your plastic surgery. You got your lips. You got your, you got your tail. You got, you got cups. You got, you got all of that. Hey, some folks, when, they, when, it, when it's time, you're doing all the work for the morgue. <laughs> By the time you die, all you got to do is hop in the casket and just be like, ah. <laughs> Hallelujah, just go on. You can drive to the funeral. You can drive to the funeral and pick out. Let me get that. Pull that one down. I'm ready to go. Oh my God, what is this world going to? We buying it, man. None of that is real joy. Take it from somebody that used to love smoking trees, love clubbing, love partying with the boys, love being in the scene with pro ball players and love going out and doing all that and flirting with the women and doing that, yeah, 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 all this stuff. I realized I didn't love myself. How I love myself messing up my only lung, my only kidney, my only liver, my only, my only body, my only, I'm, I'm, and I love myself. Swagged out though. New lips, new everything, but...
you were made perfectly. You just got to overcome your flesh. Jesus overcame the world. You just got to love yourself and realize you are one of one. One of one. He said they didn't join their faith with the word. What I noticed here is he didn't say they didn't have faith. He just said they're misusing their faith. You're using your faith to worry. (laughs) You do know it takes faith to worry because what you're saying is, I believe it won't work out. I believe this can't work. That's faith. I believe we cannot make it. That's faith. Because I'm just saying I believe you can. You see, I'm putting my faith in the can. You putting your faith in the can't. So he's saying they're not putting their faith with the word. They're just putting it with the bad news, not the good news. And you need to get your butt out the way. We're going to put it up there. We, we, we got a big old butt in front of God's word. Whenever God say you can, you like, yeah, but. Some of y'all came up here tonight and I declared the living word over your life. Had three people lay hands on you. If three hands don't work, ain't none going to work. All anointed. Only thing left is for you to believe. You had God's word. You had God's servant. You got Jesus' blood. You got the spirit of God upon you. When you walk out of here, some people still going to say, but, but I feel. <laughs> you don't think Jesus ever felt? You seen Jesus when he was depressed? Was Jesus depressed? Oh, Garden of Gethsemane. He was like, Father, you betrayed me, but not my will. And it was the moment he surrendered to the word, to the will of God, that the angels came and strengthened him. Your strength is in surrender. Don't walk out of here and be like, but why I still think this way. No, he didn't come to take your thoughts. He, he, look, you have to renew your mind. You want God to just do it all? No, you, you, he gave you all the tools. You want to fight for your mental real estate? Stop looking at that porn. Stop talking to that negative person. Stop letting things in that you desire out. Maybe you need to just go on a soul fast. But, say move the butt out the way. Listen, I didn't tell them to say scoot over. We're not asking the devil to scoot over. Get out. All right. But here's the problem. Next slide. 
He said, the word they heard didn't affect them deeply. That's why, you guys, I got to preach with passion. Because I'm trying to preach in a way where you feel this thing. I ain't got time to be like, well, the Lord said... On Mount Sherman in 1770. No. My God's alive. He owned me. I just, I'm like, ah, he owned me. He's alive. You got to feel this thing. You got to go listen to this morning's message because I got to close somewhere else. Dream like a king, surrender like a son. Dream like a king, surrender like a son. Say, dream like a king, surrender like a son. The Lord says, surrender the details to me. You're anxious over the details. You're in love and possessing nouns more than you're possessing the word of God. You're worried about what, who, where. You're, you're so concerned. No, no, no. Surrender the details. Yeah, surrender the details. You have to learn to find rest in the not yet. Learn to find rest in the not them. It's okay. Some folks, even folks you like, ain't healthy for you. And a lot of times it's the people you like, oh my God, they understand me so well. That's not what you need in this season. It's somebody to understand your crazy self. <laughs> you need people that understand what God is saying about you. Learn to find rest in the not there. There are some places you're just not called to go in this season. It doesn't mean not, it doesn't mean never, it just means not now. Learn to find rest in the not anymore. Some stuff is just over. It doesn't mean not at all. It just means not anymore. My son, little one. Hey, you know, he's sneaking sweets or juice and 12 o'clock come up, put him in bed. Can I have a cup of juice? Mom would say, no more. Does tomorrow mean he can't have no juice? It just means right at this moment, no more. It doesn't mean not at all. And you have to learn to distinguish the not anymore versus the not at all. So you adults stop throwing fits when he say not anymore. He didn't say it's taken forever. He just said in this moment, the next sip going to kill you. The next spread the legs going to be the pregnancy. All the other methods, the birth control, the pull-out method, all this stuff. Did he say that? Yes, I did. Because the Lord saw it. 
All of it, the oral, the all of that. No, you know, all of that. Don't think, oh, it is not. No, close it. Them soul ties is for real. Well, I'm not going to do it with nobody. I'm just going to watch other people do it. You freaky, freaky little thing, you. You gross. Amen. Can I pray for you? But first, can I say you gross? Amen. I'm believing God for you, but we just watching? Watching other people? <laughs> That's intense. Hey, babe, what you doing in there? Nothing. I'm just praying. That's stressful. Stop, stop mistaking a pause for a setback or a step backwards. A step backwards could just lead you to a greater perspective. So God needs you to pause so he can widen your frame. Don't take a pause as rejection. All right. Let's close at, say I can. I will, I must. Say I'm free indeed. I'm fearless. I'm victorious and I'm justified. I can, I will, and I must. I'm going to give you two scriptures and we're going to get out of here. The first one, so you'll know what the two scriptures are. Numbers 13. And then... 1 Samuel 17. May not get to that one. But I got to get this to you to help you out this week. Caleb quieted the people before Moses. How many people know when you're fighting for your sanity, you got to tell some people to shut up? Kim, you ever tell somebody to shut up? I know you have. I know you have. Kim got fired. Don't mess with Kim. Don't mess with Kim. She'll be doing social media for the church and be like, can you shut up, please? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. She's saved. She's saved. She got changed. Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it. This is what I'm telling you today. It is time to possess what God has given us for 2022. And I'm not just possessing it for me, Sion. I'm possessing it for my children, their children, and their children. We are well able to conquer it. Do I got anybody that believe they're able to conquer it? I'm able because he's able. He's able. Don't play it. Don't play it. You, you was on it, though. You was on it. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We are well able. We are not just able. We well able. Anna, we well able. We well. I wake up in the morning like I am well able. The waves come. A real surfer is like not afraid of the big waves. He's like, whoo, that's big, but I'm what? Well able. Let's do it. Let's try it. But his fellow is always going to be a but. 
It's always going to be a but, his fellow scouts said. There's power in what we say. It all starts with a word. We are not able to go up against the people of Canaan, for they are stronger than we are. One said we can, the other said we can't. For the rest of your lives, whatever you say you can to, there will always be a can't. You got to get over what people think about what God said you can do. If he said you can, guess what that means? I can. If he said you will, guess what that means? I will. If he said you must, guess what that means? I must. If he said go across, guess what we doing? Going across. So they brought the Israelites an evil report. As long as you live, somebody going to hate. Somebody going to say you can't do it. Somebody going to say you crazy for going to that church. They are called. Oh, my God. People, and if it ain't somebody, it's going to be your own insecurities. That evil report of the land which they had scouted out, saying the land through which we went to spy it out is a land that devours its inhabitants. I want you to see before you take it, you got to spy it. You got to scout it. Before you take it, you got to scout it. Before you take it, you got to scout it. Before you take it, you got to scout it. You better learn how to live through the scouting season. So God is building, right? We got this big dream, this epicenter God has called us to. But he going to put us in this and say, you think you could do it? If you can't take this, you can't take the epicenter. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't fight for your own family, you can't fight for the nation. If you can't believe for healing for yourself, how are you going to believe for somebody else healing? Learn how to identify the scouting season. And sometimes the scouting season is the exposing season to see if you really believe. And he says, all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. You got them people that's magnifying the opposer. Opposer. Poser. The poser. <laughs> the poser. Goliath was a poser. <laughs> Great stature. All the people that we saw, Elder John, I do believe that there was more than big people in the land. But all they saw was the giants. Here I am. If it's other little people living around the giants, then I'm, I, I can make it around the giants. But all they saw was the sickness. All they saw was the infirmity. All they saw was the pandemic. All they, what is something that all you see? You just keep rehearsing it. All you see, it's your only perspective of the situation. And the more you stare at the giant, the bigger it gets. Why do I need to look at other stuff? Because I need wider perspective. I need to get in the airplane and see if the Goliath ain't really that big. I need another view. So I need to come to church where there's high worship, high praise. Man, 
I'm about to, it might help somebody. It said, there we saw the Nephilim or giants, the sons of Anak, who come from the giants. Understand, there are generational giants. The Philistine spirit is a principality. It bullies you. It tells you you can't do it. It tells you you're not big enough. You're not strong enough. The Philistine spirit is alive in the land. And that's what some of you have been dealing with. My marriage won't work. I'm not smart enough. I'm not cute enough enough I'm not bright enough I don't have enough that's the Philistine spirit punking you <laughs> and he says we look 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 and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers stop deflecting on other people how you see yourself you see yourself inadequate so you walk in the interview around a person and being interviewed by somebody who can smell inadequacy. You disqualified yourself before you walked in there. When you got married, you didn't think you could make it, but you did it. But I don't care wherever you are. You ready? Wherever you are, there's milk and honey to be had. See, this is why you need to come to Wednesday nights. Because when you understand the milk and honey in the Old Testament was a place. But to a New Testament believer, the milk and honey is something that gets drawn out of you. I'm filled with milk and honey, Holy Ghost. I'm filled with the word milk to my bones. It's, it, man, it's in you. So wherever you are, glory is. This says number 13, but it's 2 Samuel 17. Well, yep, 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 yep. And David said to the men, David said to the men standing by him, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine? This is the answer the enemy don't want you to get. The Lord told me in my ears what, what, what my bloodline going to get for me fighting the giant. Uncle Willie boy, you, before, before you pass on, you're going to see the heart of me. You already seeing it. It's interrupted. You already seeing this interrupted. You already seeing this interrupted. Uncle, what, 36 years, 37 years? The crack cocaine? 34 years. Look. Look. Yeah. Blood work. Blood work. Blood work. When you understand the only see my in my house I was raised by nothing but women and Uncle Willie. And when I was a little kid, Uncle Willie was out doing his thing. Uncle Willie was out doing his thing. He was the only male influence in the house. 
But at some point, Uncle Willie had to put the crack down. So he started the interruption. I'm, I'm on his shoulders now. Oh, I want you to see, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? You see, David didn't look at himself. He looked at the army he was a part of. Stop putting yourself against the giant. I don't know what you're going to face this week, but understand there is an army behind you. You messing with the wrong one. That's why I can declare we can take it. We will take it. My God is bigger. My God is better. My God said it. My God will do it. My God is faithful. We can take it. We will take it. My God is bigger. My God is better. My My God is bigger. My God is better. Just lift your hands right where you are. Bible says that the Lord himself sings over us. Let him sing back to you. And when the Lord sings over you, you can't get no more anointed than that. There's peace being sang over you. This place. You can have this place wherever you go. But what I will tell you about the beauty of what those 29 people did today and make Love Quest their church home. What I will tell you about when you find a place where people have taken the limits off of what God desires to do, first of all, that's a special place. Second of all, that's where you need to be all the time. What I know I cannot duplicate is this at home. Because this is only available where faith gathers. Let's keep it real. Home is home. And yes, that's holy. And yes, that's God's house. But it's also the house of dishes. It's the house of loud kids it's a place where you relax it's a home it's and God understands that that's where he permits 
But then when it comes to his house, it's where all of his children hang out. You know, the beauty about parenting is when a parent is sitting at the table with all their kids and all of them are having a good time. Not one kid at practice, another kid over their friends, and then you just got one little one at the house. It's cool that we just have little Micah at the house. But when you have three kids, one is never enough. <laughs> as much as I'm enjoying Malia's time, and when, but if the boys are gone, we still, there's something missing. There's something missing in your praise when you're away from us. Because all God's children are scattered. So I will never apologize on compelling you to come into the house of the Lord. Because there's a power available that's not available. Same God, but not the same measure of faith. I'm telling you, revival. I don't want to call it revival. I don't want to call it revival. But he's here. I told somebody today, every, every Sunday, every Wednesday, expect to encounter Jesus alive, present, at love. Every, I don't, there's nothing against no. There's other churches. The presence of God is there. I'm talking about here. All I can vouch for is here. No excuse. You want Jesus? Come through. You need a church home? Come through. Make us need a new building before we move in our new building. Oh, it's going to happen. I, 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 you watch my word when we move into that place. It's going by the time we move into that place. I don't know about you, but no place I'd rather be than here with you with you like honestly we watching Netflix at the house we playing we, we, we planning we sleeping we rough housing we, that's home that's a different type of family gathering there's an anointing at my house to be domestic but when we come together, man, if you could see the darkness that's being pushed back, if you could see the floodgates that are opening for discouraged church planters, if you could see the healing that's happening in your husband, in your mother, there's stuff that's happening in this municipality by us gathering together. We're patrolling this place, man. Pharmakia is being pushed out of this region. Sons and daughters are coming home. The Lord says, make room. The Lord says, make room. The Lord says, make room. It's going to be a day you're going to show up at five o'clock and you're going to be outside. Because souls are hungry. And you can't tell me you don't have friends that's looking for hope. You don't have, tell me everybody in here knows somebody losing their mind. Well, guess what they need? They need to see you experiencing something that's going to help their mind. 
And I'm telling you, the greatest thing you can offer anybody is the presence of God. Amen. We are out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. And so we bless your name. We bless you, Lord. Thank you that your people have a highly favored week. And though we're out of time, we're not out of Jesus. And until next time, get your love fixed, man. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's sermon. We pray you were challenged and encouraged. You heard the man. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms to know what we got going on. That's at LoveQuestINTL Church on all platforms. But you know what it is. Till next time, get your love fixed, man.